1: Head on over to audibletrial.com slash business growth to sign up for a free trial of audible.com where you can go exploring and go beyond the audiobooks because they're fabulous, but there is so much more for you to enjoy there. The Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast uh, continues to enjoy inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to. And this is because of the guests. Uh, These are folks who have expertise in particular areas of business, and they join me for a conversation where they share that expertise with all of you. Today is no exception. My guest today is TJ Everhart. TJ is the owner of TJ Everhart Consulting, Inc., an operations and performance management consulting firm. She has over 20 years of operations management experience gained from Wells Fargo, T-Mobile, and FIS. Her consulting firm helps organizations identify the human factors, preventing them from meeting their operational and performance goals, and then offer the necessary training to correct the issues. She's also the co-owner of Capture It Training Solutions, a workplace training and development company. Thanks so much for joining me today, TJ. Oh, Diane,
0: thank you so much for having me. You know, I'm super excited, and I thank you so much for thinking about me.
1: Oh, well, I am super excited to have you here. And we are going to be talking about being an unstoppable leader, which I think is such a great topic. Oh, so we're, we're going to dive right in. I want to know what are some of the key attributes of an unstoppable leader?
0: You know, there, there are several, um, but I always start with being introspective. And the leader has to first understand and recognize their strengths and their weaknesses. You know, a lot of times the leader has a great ability to identify those things in others, (laughs) you know, those things that I'm the most about other people and what they aren't doing and what the team isn't doing. Yeah. So whenever I am um, coaching and developing leaders, I always start with the leader. So the leader themselves has to first be able to identify what they're good at and what they're not good at and then they have to be able to take accountability within themselves to fix those things Mm. and let others they the leader has to be able to be coachable also and they must know that you know um as great as they are right they, they have some stuff that they're missing. So <laughs> the, the leader has to be able to say, you know, I am coachable. I recognize that um, in order for me to bring out the best in my team, I can't operate in my weaknesses and expect them to operate in their strengths. So then this leader has to have the ability to be coachable and seek um, the, the help that they need to be better. So that would be the second thing I say. The third thing is you care about people. If you don't like people, (laughs) go and uh, run a project, right? Go and be an admin. (laughs) Go where you don't have to go. Just fix the technology on computers. If you don't like people, you can't be a leader. If you don't like people, (laughs) and it's amazing how many leaders like people.
1: Oh my God, TJ, I have to tell you something. Years ago, I had a friend who owned a staffing company and we would sit there and talk. And she, one day she said to me, I really hate people. (laughs) And I I said, you need to find a new career. Are you kidding?
0: Yeah. Your people are your greatest asset. You know, I used to say, Um, in my last role before I became full-time in my own, you know, company, I had as many as 250 people under me. Wow. Right. And and they didn't report directly to me. Their managers reported directly to me, but under my responsibility was that many people. And so I used to take the time to learn those people. And they would be surprised because some of them, I would be four levels above them. Some of them would say, oh, you're the boss's boss. Like they were shocked, right? And I would ask them, so how's your grandmother doing? Because I, could, I would hear from their manager that this person was out of the office because their grandmother got sick. And they would be shocked, that I would walk over and say, how's your grandmother doing? I heard, you know, something's Mm. going on with her. And I would ask them, is there anything that we can do for you? They would be shocked that I would talk to them. And I recognize that you guys are doing the work that I need. I I am at the top trying to make sure the department stays, you know, financially sound and that the doors stay open, but you're doing the legwork. And so- how do you lead people and don't like people?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, not well, I'll tell
0: you. <laughs> not well. You won't be an unstoppable leader. Because yeah. when you when your people recognize that you one care about them, but one thing my teams would always say, and it is so funny, Diane. My husband and I have been out at restaurants and former team members who I have had to fire. He has seen them come up to me and say to me, you have, you were my favorite manager ever. I (laughs) loved working for you. And then one of the guys said, although you fired me (laughs) and I said to him, I didn't fire you. I just filled out the paperwork to what you were doing.
1: Yeah. Good for you.
0: (laughs) I didn't fire you. You fired you. I just filled out the paperwork. (laughs) And, And, but I'm saying that to say my teams also knew that accountability and expectations were set and solid. We are going to not just meet goals; We smash goals. We exceed goals. That's my mindset. So my teams knew that we're going to work hard, but they knew one thing about me. TJ is going to be right there. If I have to stay late with you, I'm there. If I have to come in early with you, I'm there. And so they knew I cared about them. And because of that, my teams used to smash goals and when I train leaders and when I go to these different companies that's what I'm first of all let me look at your leaders yeah they even care about the people
1: that they're leading yeah right and I gotta tell you I love I even wrote it down I loved what you said I can't operate in my weaknesses and expect them to operate in their strengths right That's
0: huge. And I can't operate in my weaknesses and not have anybody check me. Yeah, right. You know, this, the days are gone of I'm the boss, do what I say do, regardless of what I do. Yeah, I'm the boss. Those days are over and they're over because of the generations that we have in the workforce. We've gone from you know, now we're in the workforce. We have all ages, from baby boomers to Gen Zs, and we all operate different yeah. with a different work ethic, right? And and mm. the way and it's not that anything is wrong. It's just the generations. Let's go back to baby boomers, mm. the ones who check into a company and don't check out until they die, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> They checked in at 19, they leave at 65. That's right. And they work hard and they were under the the time frame where no matter how the person talked to you, no matter what the person said to you, you did it yeah. because they were the boss. And they operated like that at home also. When you think about it, you didn't have
1: huh.
0: much things that you could say. You didn't have an opinion, yeah. <laughs> you know, you didn't. So we go through the generations and now we go to the, the the gen Z's, the 20 and less, you know, they're new 60, you know, they're not taking that. No, They don't take it at home either. So when I, (laughs) you know, when I'm doing these trainings and I'm saying to them, you guys remember the day when your parent told you to do something once and you did it without thinking about it wasn't an option you didn't have a say so you did it
1: yeah
0: these kids I have to tell my two or three times yeah before they yeah. do something so they do it at home guess what else they're gonna do it at work yeah so you can't sure. manage the way of old in the new way of doing things yeah and so We have a lot of people in those leadership roles of old because you checked in at 19. You've done this 30 years and now you're somebody, you know, you're over people. You can't boss these people around. That's over. Not if you want to get the best out of them. Now, if you want to be right, be right. But if you want to be efficient, be better than right and be efficient.
1: So... Um, it's so you said something about, you know, I, I can't be in my weaknesses and not be checked. And and yeah. okay, so one of the things that I think leaders don't realize is that someone's always watching and That's and lovely. that people know your weaknesses, even if you don't own them, other right. people see them and that and so you know it's hard to be respected. Mm-hmm. in that sort of uh, you know situation if you're not owning your weaknesses
0: it does a lot of things you know you you mentioned about not being respected
1: that's one
0: but you dismantle the team mindset so Um, an unstoppable leader has to build a team i often kind of related to you know i'm in the state of alabama so we don't have professional football but we have college football like none other you would think that uh we are a professional team (laughs) so the way football is here and believe it or not you know I'm not the hugest uh, fan of football but I have a daughter that goes to the University of Alabama so I say you know my money goes there so therefore (laughs) I root (laughs) for the University of Alabama right yeah (laughs) and so most people know about coach Nick Saban oh yeah okay so when I think about that I think about as a, as a leader, you build a championship team. But you never, if you ever just look at a championship football team or whatever, the coach is in the game with them. He's not playing, but he's not at the house calling plays. Right. He's standing right there with the team. He runs out on the field with the team. So he says that that position is saying, that I play my part you play your part and together with our parts we're going to be an unstoppable team we're going to be a championship team when you decide that i have my weaknesses and oh well they just have to deal with it you dismantle the team mm. because what you're saying is that i'm perfect i'm going to pick you know pick you apart for your flaws and you guys just accommodate to my flaws right doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> how can it? The team had it. Everybody on the team has to play their parts to the utmost of their abilities, and the coach cannot be sitting on the sideline, not being able to call a play. Right? That's your weakness. Yeah. I don't know what what I don't know how to call a play. So get out there and just play. How well you think they're gonna do? <laughs> you need to learn how to call plays, and somebody needs to be able to tell you you're not good with calling plays, sir. <laughs> Can you fix
1: it. So sort of obvious when we're not winning the game, but you know,
0: yeah, like that it, right. We're not winning, and you can't say we're not winning just because of the team, members. right?
1: Right. If right. your right.
0: if your department, uh-huh. if your team, if your company. Is not producing the way that you expect it to. Check you first.
1: Yeah, yeah, And that's hard. I know.
0: Leaders have so much ego. Yeah. Right. Who are you? I have this degree, and you know, I have two degrees, and now I'm Yale certified and diverse. Who are you to tell me, right? That I don't know what I'm doing. I've been doing this twenty-five years. Diane, <laughs> well, yeah, you still carrying a pager, and we're on cell phones on five G.
1: <laughs>
0: Nobody's beeping you.
1: No one's beeping you. It's <laughs> over. Do pagers <laughs> still exist?
0: Some people's mindset still exists. You, you still know, operated Right. right. You still operating back in the day. Times have changed. Come oh, on, yeah. leaders. So Diane, I hope you warned people. I don't I don't know if they've been warned that I'm quite animated. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I warn them, TJ? Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm quite animated. Always have been. Even when I was leading 250
1: people, this is what they got. It's so you know <laughs> so. it, it is so great. Uh, and I'm gonna take a quick sponsor break so okay. then we can continue the conversation. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast is sponsored by Audible.com, and uh, you can head over to audibletrial.com/businessgrowth to sign up for a free trial of Audible.com. When once you get that free trial, my suggestion is that you not only check out the thousands of audiobook um, titles that there are to choose from, but Take a look at the, or take a listen to the Audible Originals, Guided Meditations, podcasts. There is so much content there for you to enjoy, and it's all on one platform, so you don't have to jump in and out of platforms in order to uh, listen to the things that you want to. That's one of the things I find really valuable about it. Um, I'm sure you will as well. Today, we are speaking with, <clears throat> excuse me, T.J. Everhart about uh, how to be an unstoppable leader. So, T.J., um, we, we, before the break, we were talking about how, you know, the leader is part of the team and, and, and whatnot. And so, how does uh, a leader go about building an unstoppable team or an unstoppable business?
0: So I go back to the first thing I say again, always check you. So I, I tell this story about, um, you know, a lot of times when I was hired in to take over a department or, you know, teams, I would be external coming into already developed areas. Okay. Yeah. So there are, there are people there who had been there 15 years or, you know, whatever. And here's this external person coming in. So who is she to come in and, um, take over us? You know, we've been here, where she come from, all those things. Yeah. So one of the things you, you have to do is just build trust in the people around you that, you know, what you're talking about, that they hired you for a reason. And even for business owners you, you have to, people have to trust that you can do what you say that you're going to do. But that comes from relationships. And I think, Diane, I I, I often mention you, you know, I do that. But you, you talk about even in sales, it's built on, it's built upon relationships. Yes. And relationships develop trust. And so what the, what I would do is when I first would come into an organization, assess the land. I even do that when I consult a company when they say you know I think some stuff going on. I go in and assess the land to see just sit back and see what's going on. Don't come in taking over. Huh. Because people have to trust they have to build trust in you. And so for for business owners with team members, especially if you've been if you've had these team members for a while, I would go in and after a while, I would ask them to give me feedback about
1: me. Hmm.
0: And so I do this thing called start, stop and continue. I'll tell this funny, funny story. I wish they could see my face, but <laughs> I, would, um, I would go into the conference rooms and I would put um, a sheet of white paper on the walls. And on the wall, I would have a page that says, a flip chart that says start, it would say the word start. The next one would say the word stop. And the next sheet would say continue. And I would send an email, a mass email out to everyone. And I would say, hey, I would like for you guys to go into into the conference room whenever you get a chance. And I want you to tell me what you would like to see me start doing, stop doing and continue to do. Hmm. So they would go into the conference room and Tell me what you know those things. Well, this is a great way for people to give you feedback that may not necessarily feel psychologically safe to give you feedback, which that's a whole nother podcast that we could talk about. (laughs) Because as a leader, you have to 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 create cultures of psychological safety. Yeah. Where people can come to you and be honest about how they feel without fear of retaliation. Right. So leaders, you have to set spaces that are psychologically safe. So, but in the meantime, I would, you know, now I had several people that they knew they can come and just tell me whatever, but this gives people the comfort. So Diane, I walked into the conference room and on this board was the words, stop rolling your eyes stop with the the facial expressions (laughs) and let me tell you what they would do this is what they did Diane this happened twice two different companies so I really should have listened the first time but I thought it was them not me (laughs) right yeah because leaders is them not me yeah so I I went and Diane like Instead of just writing it, they start putting check marks beside it. Like somebody walked in and said, "Oh yeah, somebody already said that." Check. <laughs> so they just start checking it, and it was like forty checks beside it. And they said, you know, it would be stuff like, "Be more," start being more approachable. Me? Wow. The most um, approachable person in all of the world, the one that would give them anything that they need. Yeah. The one? Well, obviously, right. That's what I thought. Huh. Be more approachable. Be more approachable. So that had a bunch of check marks too. So the thing about, um, if you want to be an unstoppable leader and you, you seek the feedback, you have to follow up. Don't seek feedback from someone and do nothing about it.
1: Oh, that's huge.
0: <laughs> you asked me. Yeah. I told you and you do nothing with it. So- I sent an email out to, to the, to everybody. And I said, okay, you guys are really cute. Thank you for, for, for completing it, you know, giving me my feedback. And so I said, I noticed that there was a resounding issue that several of you have. And so I said, gosh, you know, I see, I need to work on my facial expressions and um, I need to be more approachable. So let me ask any of you who Put that as my feedback. Do you mind meeting with me so that I can get an understanding of what I do?
1: Hmm.
0: And so, so, because I can't fix what I really don't right. know. So that's another thing. Like, how do you fix yourself if you're not listening to what right. people say? So I asked them if they would. A couple of them, you know, they was like, yeah, girl, sure will. <laughs> what time you want to talk? Okay. So... I, um, I would meet them. I met them and, you know, had a meeting with about 10 of them. And I said, I think that I am the most approachable person in all of the world. So why am I getting feedback that I'm not? Yeah. And they said, because TJ, you have a resting bee face. You know, the B really? face. <laughs> See, you're shocked
1: uh-huh. too, right? Yeah.
0: And I said, Really? And they were like, oh yeah, there are times you walk through here as if you are mad at the world. Wow. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And then I said, well, can you tell me some times when you, when I've done it? And they was like, yeah. So I've like popped in on your office and called your name. You looked up like you gave me the, the stare of death. And I'm like, really? Yes. Yes. Or there are times you so I, my office my office was in one side of the room the bathroom was on the other side and I would have to walk through where the team members were to get to the bathroom and they said there are times when you walk through here like you are ready to just throw a bomb in here <laughs> I'm like really so Diane I had to think about that
1: yeah
0: and then I thought about they are absolutely right. I am one of those people who, I'm a thinker in the personality styles. I'm a, I'm a if you've ever done DISC, I'm I'm a strong D. Yeah. Um. Uh, you know I'm a I'm a D, but I'm also a C, which is conscientious. They're thinkers. So for me that means A goes to B, B goes to C, you know, like yeah. that. Yeah. So when I am in my mode, I don't like C's per C personalities they they don't work well when they're um, distracted or when things are thrown at them out of the blue. Yeah. So I can remember there are times that they, they're probably right. When I had just gotten off of a call with the CEO and got cussed out for three hours about something my teams didn't do right. And I'm going to the bathroom and I have another meeting in about two to three minutes. So the only right. time I have is to go to the bathroom and run back. Yeah. And you stop me. First of all, you don't even report directly to me. So you should go to your manager or a team lead. Okay. But yeah. you stop me and ask me the craziest question. And so I probably, you they're right. I probably looked at them like, what the heck you sure. asking me for? Right. <laughs> I had a pee. I just got cussed out and have another meeting. Yeah. And so, but what I recognized was that I have to fix that. And- I had to fix it because what they said was, you're not approachable so that if we really have an issue, they didn't feel like they could come to me. Right. And that was so not me. So I fixed it. And how I fixed it was, I said to them, hold me accountable. If you see me walking through here, the resting bee face, tell me, say, TJ, fix your face. (laughs) And that's what they did. They could not believe that I even wanted them to hold me accountable to Right. So if you're not perfect and your imperfections are hurting your team. So that was what I had to do. If someone is telling you as a to you being a business owner, that you're slow in communications, your, com- your customer service is not that great. It doesn't matter all the things that you have going on. Right. Do you want to be right or do you want to be efficient? Yeah. So you need to fix that. So that's what I say.
1: Yeah. Ask people to help you. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that is, that is really great. It's funny when you were telling that story, it reminded me of when I first, you know, was in business and I was a supervisor and I would walk in from the back of the room, the parking lot was was in the back and, and we had split shifts. So the people were already working, but my office was at the front of the room. And one day my boss brought me in her office and she said, Howard thinks you don't like him. And I and said, you're like, what did I do to Howard? Exactly. Right. <laughs> Why? Yeah. And she yeah. said, cause you don't stop and say good morning to him when you come in. And I looked yes. at her and I said, that is the dumbest thing. Are you kidding I me? Ever... Oh no.
0: I, <laughs> I know. I know. I'm thinking right? I've heard it before.
1: You're yeah. like, what? Yeah. Yeah his back is to me. He's got a quota to me. You know, he's on production. Why would I? So she just looked at me and she said, Diane, when you're in leadership, you have to deal with people based on who they are, not on who you are. Absolutely. And it was huge, right? A total paradigm shift because I realized, okay, well, I may think that's ridiculous, but it matters (sighs) to Howard.
0: Absolutely. You know, you have to say that I am not my management style, which is a little bit different than leadership, but I am not my management style. My management style and my leadership style is based upon the people that I am leading. Yeah. There are some people I could, you know, and again, it goes back to the disc personality and several different, you know, Myers Briggs and all these personality styles. There are people that you can lead that you can go straight to them, right? Shoot them straight. I take the gun out and shoot them straight, you know, shoot it straight at them. They're fine with it. Yeah, They're good, TJ. I don't have, don't, don't go around the bush with me. Tell me what you want. I'm done. Right. There are some you have to talk softly to.
1: Yeah.
0: There are some you have to give them time to think about it because they're a thinker. There are some when you, I already knew when I, they, you know, they don't like to be confronted or held accountable. So I already knew the conversation is going to be longer than I needed to be. Yeah. Probably going to last an hour, should be 15 minutes, but hey, they're going to talk. I'm going to put them at the end of the day. Right. So, you know, it's like really leading people. is like leading um, one person with a whole bunch of multiple personalities, <laughs> yeah it's fun times (laughs) wait why are we doing this again (laughs) that's why i said if you don't like people yeah it is not the thing to do Mm. because as great as it is to be the leader it's work it is hard work if you want to be good at it and if you want to get the great results it's work man it's a lot of sacrifice and Dealing with what you and I would call like dumb stuff, like really, but yeah. we can't minimize what matters to our team members.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I
0: probably said a whole bunch of stuff in my head.
1: Of course.
0: <laughs> you know, that I didn't say out loud. <laughs> you know, I probably would have been like, How you know, what you know, really? What? But yeah, okay, well, let me make sure I speak to him.
1: Yeah. Uh, yep. And build yeah. that relationship with him. So I understand. Ugh. Yeah. Yep. fun times. And I did. And you know what? It it it, 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 it was fine. And so yep. it was a simple just thing. like that. Yep, exactly.
2: Just oh like my
1: that. gosh, TJ, I think this is so important for, for people to hear. And and I so appreciate it. So will you tell people, you know, how they can find you, what you've got going on, please.
0: Absolutely. So the easiest way to just go to my website, tjeverhart.com. On my website, you'll find all of my social media buttons to just click on those buttons and um, you can follow me on LinkedIn I'm under Tawana Everhart on LinkedIn everything else is TJ Everhart also my podcast is there on the website and my workplace training company so I'm I'm really excited Diane that my partner and I are one of few um, African-American women that owns a workplace development training company. So Capture It Training Solutions, you can find that there. And we have, you know, I, I train this course that I you you've got you just sat in. All of you that listen, you've just sat in on some of the courses that I do. Nice. And so this is how I give it. You know, we mm-hmm. we like to laugh. I don't like boring. Um, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> no one wants to be lectured. So, right. you know, we 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 do it in a fun way. And so you can find that also on my website. You can find the link to capture it training solutions there. And our podcast, the ops manager and the lawyer podcast, helping um employers capture and correct workplace training issues before you get captured in court. Oh so. my
1: gosh. <laughs> it is so <laughs> great. I mean, seriously, the content that you are offering people and the and the programming and thank you. Now it is so valuable. I I'm really grateful that that you yes. spent this time with me so
0: I love it can I come back
1: sure
2: <laughs>
0: I just invited myself back I, you know hey, I like to listen. talk absolutely when
1: absolutely.
0: are you coming over so now we because you know I you know my your book is my sales bible
2: because sales is not my
0: thing right and we so all I'm, thank you for know. that yeah I'm, your I book is so. my bible
1: it does it's great yay, yay. I love well, it. Thank you. My pleasure. Listen, this is why I wrote it. Right. Yeah. For that, people
0: like me to help you. people, you know. And that's why I do what I do. Right. For, for people who who want exceptional response, um, um, exceptional outcomes. Not yeah. just meet goals, kill goals.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Wow. Well, listen. I, I'm going to thank the listeners now and remind them that this is one of those episodes that you probably want to listen to a couple of times and then you want to go connect with TJ. Thank you. Right? Because I took copious notes. So Oh wow. I, I imagine so did everybody else. I'd also like to thank audible.com. Head on over to audibletrial.com/business Growth sign up for a free trial and go exploring i think you're going to find it is just remarkable the kind of content that you can get there as always remember to uh be curious it's my favorite word and Uh, profitable, and prosperous. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day.
0: Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast-forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. Okay, what's my line? Uh, The only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.
1: Oh, man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry. I'm going to need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, the only from Progressive. The owl run
0: afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: How
1: much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology.